0: Corridor on. May 20th. Things are going well. I have a fire going on in my office fireplace. It brings a homey atmosphere to our operation. My control is firm and uncontested. Within the family, at least. Teddy is quickly becoming my right hand, and I could do worse. I could do better, but he's not bad. He's unwaveringly loyal, which is really all that matters. I believe he's ready for his first assignment to carry out under wraps. An outstanding debt needs to be collected from... What?!
1: It's Teddy!
0: (sighs) He's also irritatingly punctual, apparently. Come in!
1: Hey, boss. So, uh, what can I do you for?
0: Teddy, I'm sure you're aware of What's
1: with that tape recorder? You got a warrant for that?
0: It's my office, Teddy. I don't need a warrant.
1: Oh uh, yeah, sorry, boys.
0: That's fine, Teddy. As I was saying, I'm sure you're aware of the outstanding debt- you sure you don't need a warrant?
1: I don't want you turning out to be some FBI snitch and flip on us with some evidentiary evidence.
0: Teddy, I'm going to need you to shut up and listen to me very closely.
1: In the year, well, you know, there once was a mob There once was an apocalypse. There once was a swarm of bees. What does the mob have to do with the apocalypse? What does the apocalypse have to do with the mob? What does a swarm of bees have to do with the mob? Well, you know. Episode 1, and it all came crumbling down.
2: Connie? Connie! Don't you just love coffee hour? Uh, sure, but. Like, look at this little stick. It's so cute. I never see these anywhere. But we always have them at meetings. What's that about? Connie, can you take your earbuds out and listen to me? Both of them? Phoebe, just tell me what's going on. Lilith's asking a lot of questions. Lilith's always asking questions. She's making me nervous. You're always nervous. How are you not taking this seriously? I am taking it seriously. And I'm seriously telling you that we've got it under control. But how do you know for sure? Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe... It's natural for people to question religion. They've been doing it for millennia. Lilith's the kind of person who's going to look for the next golden calf, all right? It's different for us, Connie. Why?
0: We're less credible than Scientology!
2: All religions start small. What matters is your dedication. You believe in what we're saying here, right? Nice. Wrong! You believe deeply in what we have to say. Every word that comes out of your mouth needs to sound like gospel, because it is literal gospel. Wouldn't it just be easier to pay them back? I don't have the money. Our followers have given us enough for you to pay Sovereign back three times over. That's true, but I've had to pay for lots of stuff for these meetings. Like? Like this conference room. Real estate isn't cheap. You... Bought this conference room? But all of these purchases are helping us towards our cause. We're almost there. Just a few more weeks. I didn't even know you could buy a conference room. Are you listening to me? Wouldn't you have to buy the whole building? Hello. Ah, Sister Lilith. Good to have you with us again. Likewise,
3: Sister. Um, may I? Oh, the coffee? Go right ahead. Thank you. Say... While I've got you cornered, I'd like to ask
2: you something about last week's meeting. Go right ahead, Sister Lilith. There are no secrets between family members.
3: This coffee sucks. You mentioned that materialism blocks us from total nirvana. Yet, I think it's clear that we need worldly possessions to thrive in a society rigged against those who have little. How do you reconcile these discrepancies?
2: Well, Lilith, that's a very good question. The answer, of course, is that we can no longer thrive in such a society. Therefore, it's high time that we separate ourselves from the physical world and its possessions. Do you mean... A rapture? Took the words right out of my mouth, Phoebe. Well, (laughs) this is some news. Pretty cool, huh? I ask you not to tell the others yet, as... That's meant to be a big reveal at the end of our meeting. You don't have to worry about that.
3: I can't wait to see how the others take it. Me neither. I'll talk to you at the end of the meeting then.
2: A rapture? Connie, what the hell are you thinking? I'm thinking it's the perfect way out. Tell these nerds to show up naked in some field at midnight, take all their stuff, and skip town. Pay off the mob, then live in small-town America for the rest of my days. I thought you didn't even have enough for the mob. Not yet, I don't. But think about it. If we can get one last donation from everyone, we'd be rolling in it. Never have to pull another job again. What about me? Phoebe, weren't you listening to me? You're gonna cash out here, too. I don't really want to leave, though. This city is home to me. Look... It's part of the gang. You gotta keep moving. If you stay in the same place for too long, people start to sniff you out. Remember the counterfeit lettuce field kids I was working on? Yeah. That one was small, and I still moved clear across town for this. And this? This is gonna make headlines. It will? No doubt. Now come on, it's showtime! (sighs) Yeah... Showtime.
0: She's dangerous, Teddy.
1: She seemed nice when she was in here asking for cash. Of
0: course she was nice, you dunce. She was groveling, and now she's run off with our money and fell off the map. You know what that's called, Teddy? Uh...
1: Theft, Teddy.
0: It's theft. She's a thief. She's a criminal. Boss? What?
1: I thought we were criminals.
0: Well... We are.
1: But she shouldn't be. No. Gee, Sovereign, I I hope you don't mind me saying so. But I think that sounds pretty uh, hypochondriatic of you.
0: Do you mean hypocritical? Probably. It's different for us, Teddy.
1: I don't really see why.
0: We're organized crime. She's not.
1: Oh, uh, thanks, Sovereign. That clears it up. Does it? No. Oh, my god, Teddy. No, but it's okay, boss. I believe you. So just to keep it straight, Connie's dangerous. Yes. And we're not. No. Then how come you had me whack like 50 guys last month? It's
0: a different kind of dangerous dullard. I
1: can't keep all these goods and bad straight. I think I need a drink.
0: Mm, feel free. There's a wet bar over there. Teddy. Yes, um. Why do you have a tissue box on your foot? It's a shoe. It says Kleenex on the side.
1: Well, yeah. It used to have Kleenex in it.
0: So it's a tissue box.
1: No, I made it into a shoe. How? I put it on my foot.
0: That doesn't automatically make it a shoe. Well,
1: I don't know what else you call it. A
0: tissue box! I
1: don't know about that, boss. <sighs> Sit
0: down, Teddy. I'm not talking about this anymore.
1: They don't call me Teddy Two Shoes for nothing, you know. This is a nice chair, boss. Where'd you get it?
0: Do they really call you Teddy Two Shoes? Yeah. But that's like calling someone Perro Pants. Like, Teddy Perro Pants.
1: No, that doesn't sound right. I do know a Petey pair of pants, though, who lives downtown. Oh, my God. His pants are always the talk of the town, much like my unique shoes.
0: They're not even shoes half the time! Yesterday, your foot was shoved into a motorcycle helmet!
1: I thought you weren't going to talk about this anymore. You're right.
0: This is a waste of my time.
1: Well, then, if that's how you really feel about my fashion choices, I'll just leave. Teddy. If you're going to take me and my shoes for granted, then I am just going.
0: Teddy. If you leave now, I'll have you killed before you reach the parking lot.
1: That's why you're the boss. I'm coming back now, no need to get all murdery. Teddy Two Shoes, at your service.
3: Lead us not into temptation,
2: but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever. Amen. Now, my dear children, before we adjourn, I have some rather compelling news. Really? Settle, my children, settle. The time we've been waiting for is now at hand. For months now, I've spoke of separation from your earthly possessions. You've all relented accordingly, a commitment which I dearly appreciate. I ask that you look into yourselves once more. Dig deep, deep into your pockets, and turn everything you have to our cause. For it's upon us now, children. The rapture is coming. Hallelujah! Amen, Sister Ashlyn. What can we expect? What, uh, what do you mean, Sister? She's asking what the rapture will look like? Yes, thank you, Sister Lilith. Sister Ashlyn, the rapture won't look like anything in particular. Then... How will we know that it's here? You'll feel it. We will all
3: feel it. Sounds like a cop-out to me. Stop it, Lilith. Why should I? You do this everywhere we go. Why can't we go any place without you challenging authority? Because we only ever go to cults.
2: That's a slur. Sisters, sisters, do not argue here. Skepticism should be welcomed as much as acceptance is. It's a part of the belief process. Sister Ashlyn, I thank you for defending our chapter. Sister Lilith, I thank you for your diligence in maintaining the integrity of what we have built here. What does that even mean? It means, have faith in us. Oh yeah? Well, I have faith in logic, facts, the things you can see. Connie, this isn't going too great. Now's not the time, Phoebe. You know what I can see? My fist! What was that for? It's a religious statement. Well, it hurt. You can't just go hitting people. It was to prove a point. Okay, Lilith, Ashlyn, let's all calm down. I'm calm, Connie. Don't worry. (laughs) Guys, you're messing up my chair arrangement. Sister Ashlyn, Lilith, Sister Phoebe spent a lot of time setting the chairs. Please stop wrestling. You're causing a mess. Is that... Thunder? Did anyone see lightning? An earthquake? We didn't do this, I swear! Everyone, get away from the walls! The windows can't handle the- Hey, look! Is that a flock of bees?
3: I don't think it's called a flock, but it's like a thousand bees, yeah. What's going on?
2: The rapture.
4: Thank you for listening to Cultastrophe Apocalypse, a Columbia College Chicago production. Written by Thomas Armstrong, Matthew Arnatius, Micah Gates, Christine Hull, Ashlyn Jensen, Ashtar Lawondo, insert first name here Lucas, Thomas Maley, Andrew Myers, Brandon Orlowski, Autumn Stevenson, Lane Tholk, and Michael Wittick. Directed by Hayden Lee, Co directed by Tommy Maley. Voiced by Alexandra Alec, Ayanna Brownbay, EJ Callahan, Jesse Healy, David Jackson, Alice Janice, Luna Leverins, Thomas Maley, Hayden Lee, Anna Nordwig, Jory Roberts, Nicholas Stroud, and Michael Liddick. Produced by Eva Ide, Hayden Lee, Ashtar Lawando, Jory Roberts, O.J. Sexton, Nicholas Stroud, Dorian Sumwalt, Edward Weisfeld, and Michael Wittick. Supervised by George Czar.